People, 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 welcome back to another pre-recorded podcast of the Arsenio Buck Show. You guys already know who it is. Thank you for tuning back into this. Thank you to everyone who's listening around the world. And, oh, God, well, I'm doing this the night before, as usual. But, you know, there's a little bit of an emotional moment for me, man. Um, You know, I've been renting this condo from this wonderful guy. Um, and he has a wonderful daughter, a wonderful couple of daughters. They're so nice and... You know, he came over and he's like, hey, how you doing? He could speak just a little bit of English, but it's enough to get by. And, you know, I showed him a couple things, told him that I'm going to give him a couple things. He actually was so kind enough to give me my deposit back. And, well, he said, okay, just leave the key here, do this, do that. And, uh, yeah, we already have a renter, a customer. Of course, he didn't say it like that. He said it like in very broken English, but... You know, I just, it's tough, you know, living somewhere for like two months, I'm I'm sorry, two years, wonderful place, coming here when the place was first being built, you had all the Cambodian and Burmese workers around here, and see, you know, just seeing just a couple of people here and seeing it develop into the huge thing it is right now, and you know, just, I mean, even today, just being in Bangkok also and being around these unbelievably successful business women who were just beyond gorgeous and they were just looking at me from head to toe in the best possible way. Oh, man, guys, you know, it's it's like you kind of look back and you just say thank you. You just got to be really, really grateful for for just about everything. I mean, because he didn't have to lend this condo out for me to rent, you know, he didn't have to. At this place, you know, granted, there were probably about seven to ten days in the two-year period where I didn't get much sleep because there was ridiculously loud music. But other than that, this place has been a true blessing. And so here I am on the 14th of December with just Christmas presents coming in by the hour. Another massive thing that's just taken place in my life for the best. And <sighs> I'm just, damn. This is one hell of a December. It really is. I've never had anything quite like it. You know, being around my family, you know, back in the 90s and stuff like that, those are some of the best moments. But this right here, this is what I've deserved for so long. But when I was able to clear my conscience and figure out my goals, which I'm going to be talking about today, everything just began to change. You know, I got to I gotta admit, people, the biggest thing that actually I got rid of out of my life, especially, was me always talking about the same thing that has been happening for so long. If you guys actually go back to my podcast from last year and, you know, earlier this year, you would see that I would mention a lot about Thai women and racism. But over the past, honestly, yeah, of course, the whole, you know, the whole thing that happened with the job completely removing me and whatnot, um... That was, of course, all due to racism and whatnot, but I still, wow, once I was able to control my thoughts, especially through meditation, which I'm going to be talking about in this whole goal thing, um, once I was able to just clear my conscience and figure out what I wanted my dominant thought to be, that's what I brought into my life, period. And you know what? It took one of the worst situations for me now to be getting out of this condo, to be moving into something absolutely gorgeous, to have another big project at the very, very beginning of the year, which is probably going to change my life forever. I mean, for to have all this happen, guys, I just... Oh, man. This is what it's all about. This is what it's about. Goal setting, meditation, and stuff like that. So here we go. 
let's get into this podcast. I don't want to make it just something completely off. And com- <laughs> yeah, I don't want to make it too crazy. So here we go. Let's get into this whole goal thing. So Darren Hardy talks about the compound effect. And he says, whether or not you believe it is or not, it's always working. So the compound effect is basically a short-term word or, uh, you know, another phrase for the secret, the law of attraction. It's always working, whether you believe it or not, whether you like it or not, whether if you're my brother and you tried fighting me in the middle of a living room 10 years ago talking about, no, nah, this, this mother is crazy, you know what I mean? It, whether you like it or not, whether you believe in Allah, Buddhism, if you're at the foothills or if you're at the very, very top of Tibet, to places in Sri Lanka, in front of those Hindu shrines, to Mormonism out there in Provo, Utah. It doesn't matter who you are, where you're from, and I don't care. I do not care. But what's the most important thing is that the universe is for you. Remember, I was just talking about yesterday how, you know, a lot of people, of course, Gary Vee, who I adore so much, he talks about... And Darren Hardy talks about that. You have to fight for everything. You need to have enemies. And I'm like, no, no, no. And he's talking, but you know, you got to hustle. You got to make money. No, the world doesn't revolve around money. <sighs> you know what I mean? So here we go. Meditation. Gary Vee's not one of those people who meditate. I am one of those people who meditate because it honestly clears the hell out of my conscience. And it sets up my intentions. And it definitely sets up the entire goal setting thing of everything. So, of course, I had a conversation with someone that just walked into my life today, really nice uh, banking lady, and she was talking about, you know, well, she's only 23, she's like, oh, well, my mom doesn't want me to do this, but mom doesn't want me to do that, I'm like, oh my god, well, you know what, either you're gonna stop being Rescue 911 and just rebel against your mother, and literally be, uh, I guess you could say, the antagonist of your family, or you're going to be age 70, 80, or 90 talking about, wow, why didn't I just take that step and not listen to my mother? You know what I mean? You have, you, you don't, you don't want to be that person. You want to be the person that takes that leap. Take the chance. Take the risk. Ask yourself, guys. I'm asking you right now. Just ask yourself. What are your goals, dreams, destinations? What do you desire? Honestly, what do you desire? You know, because I was just shooting aimlessly, just crazy blanks everywhere, at the walls, outside in the universe, doesn't matter. But I was doing this at the very beginning of my tenure here in Thailand. If you would have asked me three years ago when I was just making, what, 1,000 U.S. dollars a month, I was going through hell in the, one of the most racially infested provinces in all of Thailand. Um, if you would have said, Arsenio, what do you really want? Oh, my God, I would have been completely clueless. I didn't know about personal development. All I knew about was the secret. I didn't know how to meditate. I didn't know about self-meditation apps. I didn't know about gratefulness. I didn't know about any of that. I got Rhonda Burns' book after that, shortly after, in one of the most difficult months of my life, and then I began to change everything. And then that's when I started writing down my goals. I wrote down my 101 goal list. If I go back into that book, I probably have already accomplished some goals that I set just two years ago. See, honestly, you need to ask yourself, if you're not making any progress in life, is it because you don't have clear goals? How can you effectively begin to set and achieve the goals you have always wanted to? Now, you're probably saying, well, what's what's your main goal? Well, the thing is, back in 2005, I was 17 years old and I got a gig for two weeks just holding up a sign, a McDonald's sign, because a big McDonald's convention was taking place at the Mandalay Bay Hotel, which was actually the site of one of the most horrific, tra- well, the most horrific tragedy in American history. And um, managers 
McDonald's managers from all over Australia. <laughs> they came on in, and I'm like, oh my god, these people are batshit. Excuse my French. Aussies were going nuts. And hearing their accents, I was like, oh my god. I remember this beautiful, tall, beautiful woman came up to me. She's like, oh my god, can I have this? And I'll give you this. And oh my god, these were just d delightful human, human beings. The most delightful human beings ever. And interesting enough, four years later, I traveled there for the first time in my life, traveling abroad. How does that happen? Now, did I set that as a goal? No. But the thing is, that impression left such a lasting, uh, it, it just left that seed. It was kind of like uh, Inception all over again. There was a seed planted in my mind. And then coincidentally, one of my friends who visited me a year before, who flew out from Kyoto, to Los Angeles, Los Angeles to Las Vegas, she came, and then she ended up studying out there in Macquarie University, out there in northern Sydney, and I went to go visit her. Amazing how that works. See, right after that, I remember I came back from Australia, I was like, come on, what's my goals, man? I'm working, it's, it's August, September, October, what's going on? I put a picture of Singapore on my uh, my iPad. I put the Maldives, or I think it was Bora Bora, I'm not sure. Um, I put a picture of a beautiful Japanese girl. I know that was pretty funny. But, uh, of course, I was a confused child four years ago. Anyways, don't judge me five years ago. Don't judge me! Yeah! But, you know, I put all this, I put all this basically on my iPad. And then next thing you know, well, what happens? Of course, I had already gone to Japan before. But next thing you know, I step foot in Singapore. I go to Bali. I go to Maldives. You know, if you set up your dream board, and a lot of people, they say, oh, well, you can visualize having a yacht, visualize having a yacht, that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to get a yacht. Well, there's all there always has to be inspired action, and that intuitive nudge that also follows in times like these that need to follow, well, that, that you need to basically take action with. Do you understand what I'm saying? See, Darren Hardy wrote in this book, he said, you only see experience and get what you look for. If you don't know what to look for, you certainly won't get it. By our very nature, we are goal-seeking creatures. Our brain is always trying to align our outer world with what we're seeing and expecting in our inner world. So when you instruct your brain to look for the things you want, you'll begin to see them. In fact, the object of your desire has probably always existed around you, but you just weren't opening up your mind and seeing it. It's kind of like those people who actually, you know, they'll go to the showroom and they check out a Mini Cooper, put their put their face on the glass and, you know, cover their, you know, their peripherals and look in and say, oh, my God, I love that car. Guess what? You're going to start seeing a bunch of Mini Coopers around. Were they always there? Perhaps. Weren't they always there? Perhaps. But the fact is, it's embedded in your subconscious. That's why I'm telling you right now, it's 737, guys. I'm going to be asleep within an hour and a half. And you know what I'm going to feed my mind in the last one hour and a half? I'm going to feed a little bit of Napoleon Hill, a little bit of reading from Tim Ferriss's book. I'm going to do my meditation straight into sleep and wake up on absolute fire again. So this is how the subconscious works. And I really need to, I really want to talk about Michael Bernard Beckwith's book, uh, The Power of the Subconscious Mind. I think that's by uh, something Murphy. I forgot who it was. But I'm going to be talking about a lot of other things because I found a lot of great books uh, I am so excited right now. Um, as a matter of fact, I'm going to hurry up and say it right now. Huge shout out to my folks in Iraq. 
There is a wonderful girl that literally just listened to me on SoundCloud probably within the last 24 hours. If you're listening to this, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. You are awesome. Uh, she listened to the T. Marie interview, and that had to be the best interview I've ever had in my life. Uh, although I've had like four of them, but T. Marie, she was just the most unbelievable joy to be around, and I will be reposting that very, very soon. Uh, I just got another like from her. I just got another huge like from her on uh, YouTube. So, uh, I don't know if you're from Iraq. I really don't know yet. I'm probably going to have to do a little bit of research and whatnot. But, honestly, it's funny because SoundCloud, people from Saudi Arabia, uh, India, Iraq, and one other place in the Middle East, they all listen to me. I'm like, oh, my God, what's it? Of course, Indians are part of Asia and stuff like that. But it's funny. I'm like, dude, what is it with SoundCloud and, you know, the Middle East folks listen to me on there? Oh, and huge shout-out to Mozambique. Dude, I just love giving shout-outs to, to this country. You guys have no idea just how much of a joy it is to just know that other people in these other countries are listening to me. Freaking Sweden and Denmark and, of course, my wonderful Spaniards and Swiss. Um, God, thank you, man. I don't know. It just puts a big smile on my face. When you're, when you're being heard, damn it. You have a tendency of just giving grace, and that's what it's all about. But anyways, guys. We're, we're bombarded with a lot of different things every day. I'm talking about the visual, the audio, the physical things, right? So I already told you about, you know, if you go to a showroom and you look at a car that you really want, you're going to start seeing that car. Now, that car might have always been around, as Darren Hardy, uh, Darren Hardy has said, or there might be instances where <clears throat> you actually bring that into your life. We don't know, okay? There is no actual real answer to it because we're dealing with the esoteric and metaphysical side of the world but when you define your goals you give your brain something to look into basically your brain to work on because if you look at some bad news before you go to sleep what's going to be in your dream honestly when i was a kid you know i'm gonna be, I'm gonna give you a story right now my nose is all over the place okay here we go oh my god all right when i was a, you know what it's about man i'm telling you 1994 whenever the candy man came out so for Americans, if you guys know this movie, Candyman, I think it came out in 1992, 1993, okay? My mom allowed me to watch it, like, late at night. I was terrified. I was terrified of a big African-American guy with a hook on his hand. Like, this guy comes out of the mirror, and he just hooks everyone to death. And you know what? I could not sleep the next that, that night. I was terrified. I had nightmares. I was crying. I was running to my mom's room. Why? Because when you're younger... Oh my God, that's why they always tell you to read, you know, good bedtime stories to your children. Because if you don't, and they watch something bad, guess what's going to happen? The, ch the child does not have a subconscious mind before the age of probably, what, six to eight. I'm sorry, they don't have a conscious mind. There we go. They don't have a conscious mind between ages like one to six, one to seven, one to eight. So that's why kids can learn like five to seven languages to ten languages within a five-year period when they're after they're born. Why? Because it's all subconscious. All the impressions are the most everlasting in a child. You know what I mean? So what do you want to feed? What do you want to feed your mind, guys? What do you really want? And you know what? Because I'm not going to be getting into it on this podcast, because I'm going to keep on going along with it and whatnot, and I'm sorry, I'm going to leave you guys hanging. <laughs> I'm going to leave you hanging. Um, but what I'm going to do right now is tomorrow there's going to be a blog. There's going to be a blog tomorrow, and this blog is going to be about, let's break down 101 goals together. Let's do it.
Let's do it. Oh, I probably won't do it in one podcast. I'm going to have to do it on the blog and a podcast. I don't know what I'm going to do. Oh, my God. I'm going to try to figure out how I'm going to do it, but it's going to be after one of the most ridiculous workouts on the face of the planet. So I'm going to go kill myself in the morning, and then after I kill myself, I'm going to come back home, and we're going to do this together. (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. Well, yeah, that's the next podcast, guys. It's either going to be tomorrow night, tomorrow evening. I don't know if it's going to be live or what. Oh, it can't be tomorrow evening because I'm going to be having a nice little drink session with one of my friends. Oh, so, guys, just stay tuned for that. We need to make goals, man. And the thing is, we need to be very specific about goal setting. So I'm going to refer back to my Jack Canfield book, and I'm going to implement it along with the 101 goals book of his uh, 101 goals list of what Lou Holtz has done. And we're going to put it all together, and we're going to get shit firing. Okay? So, excuse my French. With that being said, people, I hope you got something out of this, man. I'm telling you guys right now, just before you go to sleep, one hour before you go to sleep, get off your phone, get off everything. And start feeding your mind with good information. Things that you want. Things that you want to do. Overcoming procrastination. Overcoming anxiety. Overcoming the uh, the fear of public speaking. If you guys don't know what that is, I can refer over that application. But of course, he ain't paying me for it. So I don't want to refer over it on my podcast. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, feed your mind with good information. With the things, the thoughts, everything that you want in your life. And get off those bullshit-ass news websites. Excuse my French. With that being said, people, have a wonderful morning, afternoon, and evening. Thanks for tuning back in to another pre-recorded podcast, as always, of the Arsenio Buck Show. This is your host, Arsenio, as usual. Over and out.